Hello everybody and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with me, Kim Cudgins. I hope you're all well. First off, I've got to start off with an apology that there was no podcast available last Friday. That was because uh, my schedule was all uh, split up and unfortunately I was not able to get one out there. So very, very sorry for you guys who was expecting a review uh, over there on Friday. However... I am here with another review as we are going to be reviewing season one of Stargirl. If you guys do not know what Stargirl is or uh, have heard of it of a little bit in the news and stuff like that, it's basically a brand new superhero show uh, based on the character in DC Comics that is available on CW. However, it is not a part of the Arrowverse due to the fact that there has already been a Stargirl casted there in that in that franchise of TV shows. So, this is a standalone uh, season one uh, looking at sort of this character Courtney Whitmore who now uh, discovers a magical staff which is previously owned by the superhero Starman and who was part of the Justice Society of America alongside other heroes and now she must form her own team of young heroes uh, and her stepdad is also along there for the ride to save her new home, Blue Valley, from the villainous organisation known as the Injustice Society of America. What I like to do with these reviews is I like to give three positives and three negatives about this show and just give you guys a recommendation of what I would like to see in the second season, which has been uh, announced, and I'm very, very much looking forward to that on the CW, hopefully next year, but obviously that's due to whether they'll be back filming for that um, for that s- series um, because of this ongoing pandemic. Guys, another massive, massive thing before we start this review is the thanks. I've got to give you guys some thanks now because we are now over by 400 total views uh, over here. I started this at the beginning of lockdown in March, early April, and in four months we've got 400 views. That's absolutely incredible just for a small uh, podcast channel like myself. I really enjoy these and I would love for you guys to just share your opinions on something that I am passionate about. Absolutely incredible. I'm really, really looking forward to doing more podcasts along with other guests as well. You can check me out on my Instagram, FRC underscore podcast, and also check me out on Stardust as well, which is a free to 30 second movie review app, which gives you a closer analysis of my opinion on films. However, however, you guys... Uh, I've got a great account over there. Maybe you stabbed. You want to watch. I have also put episodes 9, 10, 11, 12 and 13 over there. And I might actually check out the pre- previous eight episodes just to give you a full uh, season um, season one review. So let's get into it, starting with the good. Now, the good here is this, is, this show was incredibly consistent. The first episode I watched here, I was absolutely immediately hooked by this character of Stargirl and where this can take places. Now, of course, there has to be some 
uh, underlining sort of problems within episodes, but I was really struggling to find that these are incredibly consistent. And the reason for that is, is it maintains a high level of intrigue and character building, especially at the beginning where she's trying to recruit her new team for the Justice Society of America. You really see this character building and featuring having episodes feature of these characters which is really really important and they've looked at other shows and thought maybe they're a little bit underdeveloped i don't i understand characters motives i understand characters relationship to others uh the their backstories explored very well and the fact that this show has done that in its first season and if it remains like that it's got to be definitely a very very highly rated show that we uh, have uh that we have been having um the second positive here is that these actors really appreciate these roles um the leading leading actress Brick Basinger does incredibly well with her role allows this character to feel very very relatable and then when she's she has a strong relationship even with the villains as well um we'll move on to them in just a bit but that is a fantastic, fantastic way of looking at it. Uh, but then other characters are really, really deep as well. Uh, Luke Wilson as well. He's a fantastic actor. Uh, Cameron Gelman as well. He's His character is very emotional. So these characters, even though they're all superheroes and they're all sort of teenage kids and trying to work out their problems, are very, very original and no other characters are the same, which I think that was fantastic as well because each episode, these characters felt very, very relatable in different ways for different audiences. The third popular here is the finale episode this has to be one of my favorite episodes i might do a podcast uh, ranking all 13 episodes once i watch the first eight again but this was fantastic because the finale allowed this to say okay we built up we built up the villains built up the heroes let's get that superhero uh fight between good and evil uh, and their fight scene uh, the final episode reminds me of what happened in civil war not on the same scale but that uh, that team where there's one on one side one on the next and that battle between the two it's absolutely fantastic and that finale as well sort of had the central role of all the action and all these characters really getting their moments to shine but the last sort of 15 minutes they go from having these characters finish their story but then allowing these characters to be explored in different ways um absolutely fantastic really looking forward to the second season because of the uh, hints that we've had um in the finale i only have two negatives of this show the first negative here is some of the villains in the injustice society uh, felt very very sort of relatable and very sort of stereotypical obviously icicle and brainwave them two villains were fantastic in terms of they had obviously a lot of motive towards stargirl and sort of had a lot more of these characters sort of intrigued however what you've got to look at as well uh, is the others especially like some people like the gambler sportsman you know these characters definitely did feel like they were just there and 
built this up. There's also one villain that's in one episode, and then after after his son sort of dies and stuff like that, he's not even mentioned again, which was really, really hurtful as well. The second negative here is actually linked to with a positive. There's a character in this show uh, which was another superhero from not the Injustice Society but from from somewhere completely uh, completely different and basically what this character allowed to do um, was he was sort of just there and that was something that was quite um, sort of annoying for me the reason for that is because you know you had a lot of um sort of these characters who could feature in probably a you know next season or maybe have their own season of their own but he definitely felt like he was just there that character arc and the way that him and stripesy another hero in this in this show that could have relationship could be very very strong and built it more up i can't see any more new heroes be coming to this but obviously they're going to have different villains so they are, they are the only two negatives. Obviously, I get three positives because I absolutely love it. So the last thing I wanted to talk about is what's going to happen with the second season and what do I want to see. What I want to see here is definitely more consistency. This has allowed fans to look at these shows and look at DC superhero shows and go, these are why they are more successful. Because their characters are incredible, but they've got to maintain that incredible, incredible fan base and the consistency. I do want to see a better villain. And I think these characters and probably obviously new characters as well, but maintaining sort of these incredible characters they have. So there are a lot of things that they can develop here and probably not a lot of things that they can do. uh, They can they could improve on because it was such a perfect first season. One of the big things that I do want to kind of mention is, yes, a big villain would be really, really cool, but then have these sort of side villains and have these sort of his plan really feel like it's one that we can all get behind and all really, really, really wanted Um to be uh, a fantastic sort of character that would be really interesting and i think that's definitely what season two as well and then also i no spoilers here but of course relatable to the old injustice uh so justice society of america and given that sort of yeah you know star man or star girl or you know sort of uh dot um dr midnight and somebody else and, and make these characters into a massive team up because that could be something that's really really positive so that is my season one review of Stargo. stargo thank you so much for listening to the podcast like i said the impo- the the success on here has been absolutely incredible it's been fantastic to make these during lockdown and just give you guys my opinions about my passion of sport film and everything else uh, the podcast plan for next uh, for this week commencing uh, 10th of august that is going to be available over on my instagram so make sure you go and check that out and then put a date in put it in your diary for when you want to see um the next character the next podcast by me um 
I will obviously be doing a lot more reviews, trying to get more of these episodes. But if you guys want uh, a specific podcast or want to join me on one, again, let me know via my Instagram, FRC underscore podcast, and we can see if you guys can join me. I don't know what my next podcast will be about, but I know it'll be something that you love. See you in a bit.